This is Jordan B. Gorfinkel, Gorf, host of The Stunt Show and my regular program, The World According to Gorf. All of you who are, like me, aficionados of the Nachum Siegel Network, know that at this time of year, everything revolves around one very important event, the fundraising marathon. Whether you're listening live or you are downloading this show as a podcast, and if you aren't, by the way, please go to iTunes, search for Stunt Show, and avail yourself of this incredible programming. If you're listening to the show, then you are online, and you are able, with one click, to help us out. Now, all of us who are part of the Nachum Siegel universe do it as a labor of love. We volunteer because Nachum has given us over the years an amazing opportunity to reach out to the Jewish world, and I can speak from the heart that I would go to the ends of the earth for that man. He has done incredible things for me personally in terms of raising my Jewish consciousness and giving me a platform for many, many years to be able to share my love of Judaism and Yiddishkeit through music and, of course, now through the Nachum Siegel Network. And I'm sure everybody else who's part of the network and all of our listeners feel the same way. Well, we all do it, again, as a labor of love, but there are infrastructure needs, and that does come with a price. We need your help to be able to support what we do. If you would, you're online. Listening to this show is proof of that because it's the only way to get it. You're just a click away from being able to donate. Whatever you can do to help is appreciated. A little bit, a lot. Maybe your little bit is a lot. And maybe a lot for you is just a little bit. I think I'm following all of this. At any rate, whatever you can do is deeply appreciated and will help to continue to grow this now exponentially expanding universe of incredible Jewish programming, borrowing from Jimmy Fallon upon his fairly recent ascent to becoming the host of The Tonight Show. Once upon a time, he watched TV and dreamt of occupying that desk. Likewise, right now, out there, somewhere, there is a child, likely children, who are being inspired by the Nachum Siegel Network and or JM and the AM to devote themselves to Jewish continuity. That's ultimately what you'll be supporting. I speak from personal knowledge as somebody who has had the privilege of experiencing that dream fulfilled. And I ask you with your support to do the same for the next generation. Please give to the Nachum Siegel Network and JM and the AM. With thanks from Nachum Siegel, Miriam Wallach, all of the hosts and the support staff, Yasher Kochacha from Strength to Strength. And now, enjoy the show. It's Gorf, I'm in Glazer Music Works, the studio of Sam Glazer in Beverly Wood, Beverly Hills. Los Angeles, California. We are reviewing tracks, raw material for Acapella Treasury, Yom Tov, Yom Tov. This is the second volume of Acapella Treasury and some of the most fun work that we did on Acapella Treasury Volume 1 was created here in the Glazer Music Works headquarters, Universal Headquarters. Sam, what did we work on back then? Well, we did a uh, beautiful version of Shlomo Karlbach's The Shamru. Right. And uh, I think we got up to about maybe 40 tracks of vocals 
um, mostly uh, Yehuda Solomon uh, from the Moshav band. From the Moshav band and uh, me and uh, you producing the whole thing and did some vocal work too. And I remember things just got very deep, very intense, a lot of parts. And I still listen to that in wonderment <laughs> that we pulled that off. And we also did my blessing song from uh, the Across the River album. And uh, that was a song I wrote for my oldest son just before he was born because I had this realization that I was going to have a child to give a blessing to. And what a chutzpah. What was I going to say to him? And I realized that every generation has been, you know, parents figuring out exactly what they wanted to give their kids Jewishly and... Uh, it's a very powerful transition time for a parent when you first have your first child. and So that song really took on a new life, and we gave it a little groove, if I don't, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we, we really brought the harmony. We called it Yivarecha for that album and added lush harmonies all over the place, uh, word repeats, all the fun stuff. In, uh, that makes a great a cappella And a great ballad. take six style bass line. Yeah. Yeah, for the middle section, I think it was. We kept it mellow in the beginning and the end, apropos to the spirit of wonderment that one has when one has a child. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. So we're at the beginning stages right now of doing our due diligence, as we say, researching what we might want to put on from the uh, Sam Glazer catalog or perhaps an original tune put on to the uh, Acapella Treasury Volume 2, and we're going to leave the microphone on here and see what we pick up. For anybody who has done music before, you know that if you don't dive in before you start the studio work, the time just disappears and you forget. Mm-hmm. In fact, I bet the, the Lord upstairs is cataloging. <laughs> um, actually, it probably has a very special, dark, um, hot place for people who are studio musicians and have missed so much davening because they lost track of time. Or that time that you spend in the studio or at the concert where you neglected to daven mincha and then you're already on stage and it's too late. Right. That uh, you make that your tefillah. So if you've seen people in concert who have uh, made a bracha with extra kavana, with extra intention for, say, a glass of water, it's because they're pouring their entire missed mincha into that glass of water. Baruch! <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's the world according to Gorf. I Shay, 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 shay. 
World According to Gorf, putting together a CD and an album, digital downloads, etc., trying to find material. Let's get to it. Okay. So what are we listening to first? Um, well, first we have this Niggin. You sure a Niggin fits on this album? It's a good question. See, the nice thing about a Niggin is that it fits to any words in the davening for any of the Chagim. So I figure a Niggin is definitely fair play. Because somebody can apply it to Kedusha, they can apply it to sections of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Davening, etc. So this song was originally recorded for the Sam Glazer album called Appropriately Niggin, right? Mm-hmm. And it was recorded with instruments. So we thought, 
Well, it's a niggun. What if we pulled out the instruments? What will we be left with? So you're hearing Dove Rosenblatt from Blue Fringe singing a lead vocal, completely in the clear, as we say. improvising a bass line, trying to figure out, okay, so what we've got is some nice lush vocals that were intended to be pads behind the instruments. What do we need in order to fill out the song? Here's the second half of the song. like that yeah you're listening to the world according to gorf on jm in the am dot o-r-g I, 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 I,
You're listening to The World According to Gorf on the Nachum Siegel Network. What we're doing now is we're trying to figure out the structure of the song. Whenever you take a song that was originally intended to be an, a song with instruments and you turn it into an a cappella song, my philosophy is, going back on 20-plus years, dare I say, of experience with this, you have to reinvent the song somewhat. It's not enough to just peel away the instruments and leave the vocals. You have to reconceive the vocals in a way where it's a satisfying experience that is also true to the original intent of the song. And I think one of the, uh, shall I say, mistakes that many people make in a cappella is they think, oh, well, a cappella, since it's singing without instruments, all we have to do is just have a lead vocal, the melody line, which everybody hums when you're singing a song. Generally, people sing the melody line. And we'll have a couple people uh, maybe just double that, that melody line, and that'll be that. That'll be good enough. For me, I think that is very dull. Uh, it's not going to inspire. It's not certainly not going to motivate repeated listenings. And therefore, if we are going through this process right now of adapting a song that was originally intended for a full sonic experience and to do it only with voices, well, then we need to be thinking about it almost from scratch. So that is the process we are undertaking right now. And I look forward to sharing the results when we're done with it, if indeed we even go with the song. We're still in the middle of of listening to four, five, six different songs and trying to decide which one we want as part of the a cappella treasury Yom Tov. This is volume two compilation. Comments, questions, or you just want to fetch? Go to facebook.com slash the world according to Gorf. Jamming is one of the best parts of doing any kind of a cappella session. 
It's not the work. It's the work around the work. So get back to work, man. One of the challenges I undertake when I am producing a an album, I, I, I still call it a CD, but it's really an album because nowadays it's much more than just the physical medium. It's the digital downloads, it's the special stuff you get with it, it's the social media, it's the video, it's the whole package of a 360, if you will. And one of the concerns that I always have is making sure to balance all the elements. There are a couple of, of things that I always think about. One is the overarching story that the music is going to tell. I believe that storytelling can be done in any number of media, and one of them is music. It should take you on a journey. It should in some way move you and inspire you and make you feel something. And if the music isn't doing that, and indeed if the sequence of songs isn't doing that for you, then it needs more work. At least that's my philosophy. And likewise, when you are working on that emotional journey, you have to think about how, you know what, it's, it's like comedy uh, in a strange way. In comedy, you can't barrel ahead with laugh after laugh after laugh. You have to give pauses. It's, it's a sine curve. It's peaks and troughs. So you have to give people a break so that they can recover from the emotional experience of having laughed and give them the pause that refreshes before they have the next laughter. So in a strange way, I use that as a comparison to music. You have to give people a pause from the huge moments in music uh, in order for them to appreciate the uh, all the big stuff, all the grand moments. So that means that you have to have a fine balance of the upbeat and the mellow. And one of the things that Sam is working on with me right now is reviewing, okay, so we've just heard four or five tracks, and we need to determine which one of those four or five tracks will be the mellow track that we will use as a finalist. And now can we seek out an upbeat track to balance that out? You listeners have probably experienced that when you listen to an album of complete material, and I realize that's not so much in vogue anymore, it's the single now, but when you do listen to an album experience, or you go to a concert, for example, you will probably always have a much higher percentage of the upbeat material than the ballad or the mellow material. And we try to achieve that sort of balance even on an album as opposed to a concert, because that's what people respond to. You want to get them dancing. But I think the other interesting thing is that People will buy an album or go to a concert for the upbeat stuff, but the thing that will stick with them is the ballad, is the meaningful stuff. So they come for the upbeat, they stay for the ballad. Excellent. Speaking of the upbeat stuff, let's try this one. Makes you happy already, right? I'm dancing. running around his studio. Switching to a different set of Chagim, uh, Hanukkah, I was about to say Yom mood. I don't know why. Well, actually, it is kind of Yom mood. It's July 4th. Hanukkah. 
We're listening to the White House Hanukkah Anthem, originated by Paul Zimra and Sam Blazer. Sam and I co-wrote it. Funny story behind that. It was originally performed for the President of the United States and uh, assembled VIPs in the White House. This is Yehuda singing now. A cappella. We didn't have instruments. Then we did not an instrument version a couple years later. So now we want to see, can we revisit the original conception of the song? this prayer, sharing this shining light, a gift of peace everywhere. Hanukkah keeps us strong. That we have that. that would not be hard to work on. Yeah, that that we had that uh, massive uh, unison part to give it a little air. Right. Or, and that's an interesting point, by the way, listeners. Uh, the reason we had that unison part in there was because for instruments, we needed something to give us that breath before we went into the big, lush harmonies at the ending. For the a cappella version, we'll probably do away with that and just go right straight to the to the guts of the matter. Cut the, to the chase. Cut to the chase, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that has Speaking of cutting the chase. possibilities, opening up your new battery. All right, so uh, that's a real easy song to do. And then send it to Jeff and let him do his magic. Send oh, it yeah, back, of course. Send it back to me and mix. And yeah, because Jeff can uh, add the vocal percussion that he performed live for the president originally. Live at the White House. Right, when he was spitting into his hand for three minutes doing his performance, and then the president of the United States came over and offered his hand, and Jeff... Jeff hesitated because <laughs> he didn't shake the president's hand. He, he well, he did eventually because uh, he he said, to "Mr. President, I've been spitting into my hand for the last few minutes. I don't know if you really want to touch me." And he said, "Ah, come on!" And he, and he took his hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bet they uh, they own stock in what do you call that stuff? The the hand cleaner Purell. stuff. Purell. Purell. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You're listening to the world according to Gorf on the Nachum Siegel Network. See of 
I'm in the studio of Sam Glazer in Beverly Wood, Beverly Hills, Los Angeles, California. We are reviewing tracks for acapella treasury Yomto. <laughs> Start with the ooh. 
not hearing the note again. Breathy or full out? Huh? Breathy or full out? Breathy. Okay. Sweet. Yom Tov Glazer calling from Yerushalayim in Israel. Great. Uh, you know, it's surf lesson land, so it's like, you know, crumbly three-footers. And uh, the guy gave, the gave, guy gave us a full two-hour lesson. All of us except for Sarah. Yeah, all of us except Sarah. And uh, I hadn't surfed since probably I was in college. In terms of standing up. So, I was pretty spastic. <laughs> Comments, questions, or you just want to fetch? Go to facebook.com slash the world according to Gorf. <laughs> Big Amen. Track is over. And you may still want to add a few more pads of the melody, just unison melody, under Dove's lead yeah. to make it sound like a larger group of Kohanim. I don't think that, I think that's a little contrived. Yeah? Yeah. You think earlier on or not at all? I don't know if I do it at all. I'm hearing it the first time through, the second iteration, first time through. Because I agree with you on the end, because the end it gets very cluttered. Otherwise, you have a lot going on. Um, you know, if you want to staple it on at the beginning of the tune, just to have a duchening. But I don't hear this as a duchening melody. I would never write that. You know, if I were writing a duchening melody, it wouldn't sound like this. I don't know what it would sound like, but well, it looks like you're your next project. <laughs> That's funny because I hear it that way. So I thought you were talking about something else before. I thought you were talking about the uh, layering of the melody line. No, I just think it is what it is. It's pretty niggin. Yeah? Well, I'm trying to give it some context. And I don't think adding words on top of it is the solution. No. And, uh... It's kind of a a little random. Well, you know what we don't... Noshkodesh niggin. I thought about adding Rosh Chodesh to the project, but I thought that's really a stretch. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
doesn't that's not Yom Tov. You call it a Rosh Hashanah nigan. Uh yeah, high holidays type nigan. Yeah, but the nice thing about uh Duchening was that's one time when during the Davening it's an organic it's a nigun that's an organic part of the Davening. Can you think of any other times when that happens? You know, the reason why is because the right, the Kohanim are singing something while ostensibly the rest of us are singing or saying, reciting, you know, the that silence. of a dream. The what? That's where we do our amelioration of a dream. Is that what those uh, little sentences that most people ignore come from? That's the the Hirat there. Yeah, the Hirat exactly. Yeah, it's for getting rid of bad dreams. Really? Yeah, check out your art scroll. Uh, I'm not sure what I heard. See, but that's this is dreamy. That is dreamy. Yeah, that's this is how I'm hearing it. What can I tell you? I could hire like uh, the guy I had singing Mahalil, the guy the Chazan with the high voice. I can also get um, do it in the same key. Right. Well, it has to be in the same key. No question. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily need to be part of the same track. It could be like the segue. That could be like your interstitial. Yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. And uh, I was also thinking there's a guy in Israel who's a chazan, young guy. He's at the end of the Pella video. He's the guy who in the um, in the Tzahal uniform who catches the present. Uh-huh. And uh, he's uh, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. He actually is thousand person kihila in Switzerland. Whoa. Yeah. That he gets exported to, or that's where he's from? That he gets exported to, uh-huh. gets brought in. So I thought that might be nifty also. Mm-hmm, yeah. Depends what accent we want. Do we want a um, Hasidish accent? Do we want a Yeshivish accent? Do we want an Israeli accent? I have a feeling he probably does an Israeli Yeshivish accent, mm-hmm. which I know sounds like a... Well, you went Yeshivish for the New York market last time. Yeah. Which is probably where you sold most of them, right? Yeah, and that's the same case here. And this is a good Borough Park kind of album. Right. Right. There'll be modern stuff, there'll be a little Israeli stuff. I wish there were, were, was going to be more Israeli stuff, but the Israelis have not been responsive. For them, a lot of it seems to be the bottom line. I had some shows in Borough Park last last month. Yeah. December, so two months ago. And uh, in the household I was staying in, it had a little tiny MP3 player. It was just continuously playing Jewish music. Mm-hmm. I said to the people, where did all this music come from? I said, oh, well, we got this MP3 player. I said, yeah, I realized that, but there's like a thousand songs in there. It's like the song, this endless loop, right? Yeah, they just said, they just said, yeah, it just keeps playing forever. Huh. Well, where'd the music come from? I said, I don't know. I just got it that way. Really? Meaning? In other words, they didn't pay for the music. Maybe we might be wondering where CD sales are. Right. There might be a nice melody in there. The Kohanim sing in an extended chant before saying Shalom. The Yiratzon means, may it be your will, Hashem, my God, and the God of my forefathers, that you act for the sake of the holiness of your kindness and the greatness of your mercies which reach out, and for the sake of the sanctity you of reading? your name. I'm reading the Yiratzon over here. No, right here, brother. Oh, that's not a Yiratzon. No, oh, that's a Rivona Shalom. No, 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 that's something else. That's the amelioration of the dreams. Oh, I see, you're right. You know, I was reading the at the end. Right, okay, so the Rivona Shalom... Master of the world, I am yours. I don't ever remember reading anything this long. I read it. I do that. Really? I, I only remember seeing uh, the Hiratsun that has Hashem's name, the 22-letter name um, thing. I have crazy dreams, so 
yeah, you write them down. You you have whole songs that you wake up with sometimes. Right this morning. You're right. reading this morning. I was trying to pedal out an extremely huge surf. Sorry, I can't understand you. What? I was trying to paddle out an extremely huge surf. Yeah. And I realized, oh my God, there's rocks in the shallows. No wonder nobody's out here. I decided I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go find my family. My family's staying in this giant, old, weird hotel. I'm walking the stairway. It's getting narrower and narrower looking for my family. I walk into a room. And there's a party in there. I don't know anyone. Well, you weren't invited. Of course you don't know anyone. But it's supposed to be my family's hotel room. Oh, in your hotel room. Yeah, but it's a whole house. Uh-huh. And it's a major cool party. People seem nice. I figured, well... Was Jack I'm Nicholson just, there? No. But I decided I'm going to fit in here. So I'm going from a room. I'm schmoozing with people. I'm having a great time. And at one point, this kid's standing in a bathroom. A little kid, and the floor's all wet. And I realized i got to change out of my surf shorts into my suit. I happen to have a suit on a hanger with me. But the floor's all wet, you know, trying to put your pants on. When So I was, you know, dealing with that, <laughs> trying to get my pants on. And I finally get my pants on. And I come out into the kitchen, and I see, oh, there's the, this woman keeps looking at me like, who's this guy? She was the owner of the house. And I realized that she's going to kick me out unless I immediately go over and make friends with her. So I go over, and I'm schmoozing, you know, just sort of elicit, you know, who she is and, you know, find something we have in common. We're getting along. And all of a sudden, I hear this great song that's called Crawfishing. And I look down and I see this cute little three or four year old girl in ecstasy with this song that has just come on the radio, this crawfishing song. And it's a groovy Zydeco song with washboard, accordion, tuba on the bass. And this girl's in such a state of ecstasy. So I woke up and wrote a crawfishing song, nostalgic about the old South. Where did that come from? Well, in a year, people will be putting it to Kedusha, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I need to ameliorate my dreams. They're crazy. May it be your will, Hashem, that all my dreams regarding myself and regarding all of Israel be good ones. Those I have dreamed about myself, those I have dreamed about others, like your family, and those that others have dreamed about me, if they are good, strengthen them, fortify them, make them endure in me, and in them like the dreams of the righteous Joseph. But if they require healing, heal them like Chizkiah, Melech Yehuda, from his sickness, like Miriam the prophetess and her tsaras, like Naaman from his tsaras, like the waters of Marah through the land of Moses, excuse me, through the hand of Moses our teacher, and like the waters of Jericho through the hand of Elisha. And just as you transform the curse of the wicked Balaam from a curse to a blessing, so... May you transform all of my dreams regarding myself and regarding all of Israel for goodness. May you protect me. May you be gracious to me. May you accept me. Amen. Yair. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing with that, that with me. I wouldn't have paid attention to that. What I love about the studio late at night, stream of consciousness, you never know what you might be talking about or learning. You're listening to The World According to Gorf on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Come with me across the river, far across the great divide. Come with me across the river to the other side. Pack up your things and go to a land that I will show you. going next? Where is Sam Blazer performing next? Uh, well, I got my new seminar, The Possible You, this coming Saturday night. 
through Sunday, Monday. It's 20 hours of seminar that I lead. And then uh, I leave uh, for the next weekend in Houston, which should be very nice. Okay, so what's the plan? plan is I'm going to uh, supplement this with ooze and a great baseline. Yeah. And maybe some minimal, like, that kind of thing. Just to give some atmospherics, which you can say yay or nay. Okay. Kind of feeling a little naked, the second verse, to me. Mm-hmm. I need something to ramp up a little bit, but very subtle. And then I'll mix and master it. I can do it all myself. Can you isolate voices so we can hear how it breaks down? What, what constructs the layers of an a cappella song, at least a ballad? Yes, we didn't say the lead vocal you're hearing is Joe Rosenblatt from Blue Fringe. And uh, who's singing backgrounds in this? Or BVs, as we call them? Uh, we've got uh, me and Dove on leads, Dove on a lot of ooze, you on high descant, and my friend uh, Ramiro, honorary member of the tribe, mm-hmm. going ooh. So yeah, we can break this down. I'll just uh, I'll play the last chorus here. Here how it's coming along, and you'll just hear uh, me singing at the beginning, and we'll add in dove and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. All right, here we go. So already you've got a few voices in there. Yeah, I've tripled. So right. three times. And here's three of dove. It's almost like an organ pad. Yeah, let's let's solo yeah, here. Kind of like a calliope. Yeah, actually, it's, it sounds more like a wind instrument. Yeah. Who thought yeah. of this? I played this song for him. And he loved him. He goes, "Oh, I got a part." <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. Right. Well, I also said I have a part, but I'm singing. It's far more straightforward than this. This is pretty creative. Yeah, well, he's Italian. All right, so here's the uh, Jordan and uh, Ramiro version. Hi, 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 hi,
You're amazing. You're just a natural. It's just in your heart. You know what it is? Tell me. It's good hydration. Just drink a lot. It's yeah. good for the pores, good for the singing voice. I haven't seen you drink all night. Well, that's why I haven't been singing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I, I drink a whole thing of tea. That's true. Chai tea, yum. Yeah. It's good stuff. just happened. I liked it. All right, well, thank you. Put some words to that. <laughs> right, I'm dangerous late at night because I have a tendency to come in here and when we're supposed to be doing something else, I'll say, okay, come on, let's write a song. Yes. It's happened a few times already. Right. You're listening to The World According to Gorf on the Nachum Siegel Network. Yes,
it's time for your favorite part of the show, Torah Me Star Trek. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Torah Me Star Trek. I'm your Chief Navigator, Dr. Jeff Lautman, along with Nurse Gorf, Parshat Ki Tisa, famous for the incident of the Egel HaZahav, the Golden Calf. It leads us Torah Trekkies to a very basic philosophical question. Moses and Jim Kirk. Both of them have to fight an idol that people are worshipping for the wrong reasons. Moses and the Egel HaZahav. Jim Kirk and Val, both of them end up destroying this idol. Moses, when he cries out, Mila Shemelai, who is for God to me? And Jim Kirk, when he finally breaks down the defenses of Val and the Enterprise destroys it. Philosophical question, did God create Moses in the image of Jim Kirk or Jim Kirk in the image of Moses? Ponder that. Now for a bit of trivia on the episode. There was a part in the episode played by David Soule. You may remember him from Starsky and Hutch. His partner, Paul Glazer. Who was he? Perchik on Fiddler on the Roof. That's Torah Me Star Trek. From Dr. Jeff Lautman and Nurse Gorf. You might say it's a tradition. Tradition! Tradition! Live long and prosper. That wraps another episode of The World According to Gorf. You can, of course, visit us on Facebook.com slash The World According to Gorf and visit me at JewishCartoon.com. How did the acapella treasury Yom Tov CD find out? Well, check it out in Jewish music stores and online at JewishJukebox.com. Shalom. Shalom, shalom.